Well, welcome back. Uh, another episode of Giving Back Podcast. I'm here with Aaron Throckmorton, Colin Tordale, and our special guest, Ozzy Dahlman. That's right. Welcome, Ozzy, again. Thank you. And here we're going to talk about Cape Buffalo. Um, everybody loves Cape Buffalo, Black Death. Look <laughs> over my shoulder. They're intimidating. <laughs> it's uh, one of the most dangerous hunts of all dangerous game in Africa. I, by far yeah they're just they're a whole different you know they talk about the dangerous seven and they're all dangerous in their own ways but cape buffalo are just a different creature they're just they just look pissed off all the time they do for years i you know see it on tv all the hunting i'm like what's the big allure right until one year i went um with you on safari and when they're doing our game drive and uh i told you before we got there i'm like hey i want to uh Stand in line of a bu- Cape that. Buffalo, get a picture. So we, we pull up, and here's this whole herd of Cape Buffalo right there. And you're like, you look at me, and I'm like, yeah, let, let's get off. And you're like, there's your picture. Start stepping off the rig, and our PH is like, wait, what, what are you doing? <laughs> I remember that. We still have that picture. I still do. have it. Yeah. I'm sure you do, too. In fact, people are probably looking at it right now, but right. that's it, a cool picture. Yeah. But what's not shown there is I'm like, six feet off the buggy and Aaron's like plastered back against it, taking a picture of it. <laughs> we cropped the buggy out, but uh, that was still cool. That was your first day in Africa, actually. It was. And yes. there are people always, I mean, you, you talk about Cape Buffalo, but when you see one for the first time in person, I mean, what did you think the first time you saw Cape Buffalo when you were in Africa? They just, it, they looked super angry. Yeah. And like they could be destructive. And I had watched a few videos before I went over, and I saw them attack like lions. So um, definitely, had they have my respect for sure. But they look angry. Oh yeah, absolutely. You tried hunting one with a bow. I did. It was uh, boy, what year was that? Twenty sixteen. I flew to South Africa, and that year I was actually I was working for another company, and I was vetting or you know hunting with four different outfitters. And what happened was we were supposed to hunt a particular ranch for this buffalo free range with the bow, which is what I wanted to do. Well, that the guy that owned that piece of property, his son was murdered two days before we got there. So obviously that hunt was off. We had to kind of scramble. And so we found another hunt. It was near All Days, which is in northern South Africa. And um, it was was high fence. But anyway, these buffalo were actually, it was so thick there that we couldn't spot and stalk, which is what I wanted to do. And they said the only way to do it is there was some water there and was to sit up in these rocks. So I'm up in this rock pile. When I say rock pile, I mean I'm up 30 feet. And these buffalo had just come in. And I knew up there you're completely safe. But the first time I was up there and I saw this herd come in, my heart, there's no way I could have pulled my bow back. No way my heart was beating (laughs) through my chest. But Throw it at him. I was, I didn't, (laughs) I I was really concerned that I was never going to get a shot. And that first night the buffalo... Or the, the big bull, um, he never gave me a shot. And so I had a little bit of time to, you know, kind of get my nerves under me. The next day he did come in and I went to pull my bow back, <clears throat> excuse me, and he spooked and the whole herd ran off. And I'm like, dang, man, that's not good. And he finally snuck back around. And in my excitement, what happened was I pulled the bow back. And when I came over on him, um, I my, the pin was, it was 34 yards. My pin was right behind his front shoulder. He was kind of quartering away from me. And I didn't notice that my broadhead was touching one of the boulders below me. Mm. So when I squeezed that trigger on my release, all that kinetic energy stopped and it came right back through the arrow. It blew all the other arrows out of my quiver. 
it blew the string off the cams. It bent my cam, and that dangerous game arrow that is indestructible, it put it in three pieces. Oh, wow. So there I am sitting there with the one hunt I've wanted to do with a bow for so long, and my bow is completely in pieces, and um, that's actually on one of the episodes. Nice. The outfitter was above me, and when the buffalo ran off, um, he hollers, did you get it? Did you get it? And I'm like, I don't know what the hell happened. <laughs> I'm just looking at this carnage. My arm was all bloody and everything. But uh, so the next day we, we went back in, but I didn't have a bow. So we ended up with a rifle. Do you take your knife out and chase it down? No, definitely don't <laughs> do that. I, I wanted to. I was so upset. <laughs> I, was, I wanted to. Um, but no, I wouldn't recommend chasing it with a knife. I actually wouldn't recommend chasing them, period, to be right. honest with you. But no, I, I was able to get my first Cape Buffalo. And there's really nothing like walking up, you know this, on that first bull that you get. And the one thing I remember was walking up to him and like patting him. Mm-hmm. And it was like concrete. They're, they're solid. solid muscle. And then I was thinking, because what happened, you know, long story short, when I shot him, I was shooting down with the rifle while well, I didn't compensate with my nerves and I shot too low and we got one lung. So we actually had to track him for, you know, not very long, but he stayed with the herd. And at one point the herd turned and there's 20 Buffalo running at us. So we all had to run and luckily they kind of turned and went the other way. But that was the first time that I had a Buffalo coming right at us. And there's three of us there with rifles, and I'm like, this is not good. It's not enough. This is not <laughs> good. Not at all. So luckily, they they kind of peeled off, and that bull, he was hit pretty bad, and I was able to get another shot in him. But, uh, yeah, they're, they're mean animals. I mean, and then when, you know, after your picture, you kind of got the bug a little bit oh, yourself. Yeah. So now that I've bagged a, a Cape Buffalo, it's, I think about it all the time. You should see my YouTube every time suggestions for you. It's black death, right? So <laughs> my experience where we, everything just like played out perfectly for our hunt. Um, we went and shot the gun in mid afternoon. We drove around, cut tracks, found them. Then we made a plan, got up ahead, you know, up, upwind and no down, downwind, but yeah. yeah. If you so, want to make it tougher, we go upwind. Go upwind yeah. <laughs> so then we stalked down and we had one come, you know, like, there's one road going through there and it's just a two track, you know, just a small little dirt road. We're on one side, a Cape Buffalo's on the other side looking at us, but we had the sun behind us. It couldn't really see us and he was spinning circles, but it just wasn't the one we wanted to take. So, and then he went back in with other bulls. We circled back around, got up ahead of him again, and they're feeding from left to right in front of us. And then he steps out. I'm on my knees with my hand up on the tri- uh, shooting sticks so we can get down below the branches and Squeeze the trigger, and the next 12 seconds before he tipped over was chaotic. He turned, ran straight at us for no 20 way. yards, stopped. The broadside, he's about 15 yards away. Then he spun back toward us and ran across in front of us. I stepped in front of everybody, shot him a third time, and then he ran another 25 yards and tipped over. And then I went, holy shit, that just happened. And you you weren't alone. I mean, you no. had your wife and daughter there. Wife and daughter. I stepped in front of them on that last shot. Um, The PH reached for his gun after the second shot because he's spinning back for us. But, yeah, it was intense. And then he had another bull standing over the top of him as he, when he tipped over, looking at us. So we had to stay motionless because we didn't want to invoke him to charge. Because he's already worked up now then too. Yes. So we we were there for about 10 minutes before he walked off. 
And then we waited another good 10 minutes before we walked up to approach and stood there guard for a while to make sure we didn't hear any trees breaking or something coming back toward us because there was a group of six. So after I got that Cape Buffalo down, that was just exhilarating, heart pumping. And I understand why people go back all the time to hunt these animals because the adrenaline rush. Yeah. That was amazing. And I want to do another one. You know, Everybody does. They always say, I want to hunt one buffalo. You know even after my first buffalo, I went with a buddy to Namibia. This was right after Ozzy and I met. We had been dating maybe a month. And I told her I have to go to Namibia. And uh, my good buddy Mike and I were there. And we had an opportunity to hunt some really old free-range boys. And I'm like, man, I already shot one. But, you know, let me hunt another one. And we ended up taking four on that safari. But mine was, was crazy. We were actually out looking for an elephant for Mike. And one of the trackers saw a bull sleeping under a tree as we're stalking. And so we're like, whoa. And so we looked and Devon goes, the Devon was the professional hunter. He said, dude, that's a good bull. Let's go. And so we're stalking up on this thing. And he handed me his 470, which I've never shot a double rifle before. So and it was, you know, a large rifle. I wasn't worried about that. <laughs> the only thing I was worried about was double hitting right. them both at the same time. And so as we get up there, he gets me on the sticks and we stopped at 12 yards from this bull. And he's, all I can see is his boss. I oh, can't wow. see anything else. And Devon starts to kind of beller. And after the third one, he stands up and I shoot him directly in the chest and he spun. And Devon's yelling, shoot again. And I'm like, damn, I'm trying. I'm trying to get the rifle back down. <laughs> you know, I wasn't used to that, but I shot him in the chest and he tipped over. But, I, but I'm, you know, to be that close to those things. It's incredible, but then a couple months later, we go to South Africa on her first trip, and we got a little close. That was a week after I was there and got mine. Yes, yeah. that was exactly a week after you. Yeah. So, the, so you got your Cape Buffalo. We flew in a week later, not hunting buffalo. So maybe I was the one that got them all riled up because you guys have a heck of a story on Cape Buffalo experience. I think you did get them riled up. <laughs> <laughs> Must have been the one standing over yours. Right. Yeah, that was kind of scary. And like Aaron said, we weren't hunting buffalo. We did a lot of filming. We were in the blind, the giving back blind. And and um, this was your first day. Yeah, my first, first day. day. First day and in we're Africa. And keeping tallies of all the animals that we're seeing. And I'm just blown away, just yes. completely blown away. And then um, this Gemsbuck comes in. Yeah. I'm still yeah. learning all the names. I'm pretty good at it now. She's There's a test good. later. Yeah. <laughs> I think I could pass it, to be honest. Um, so this Gemsbuck comes in. Um, and he's beautiful, and Aaron's got his bow, and I've, we've got the camera set up, and um, actually did a really good um, shot of him getting the this Kim's buck. And we waited. You know, in the meantime, I guess backstory is buffalo had come through. You know, zebra had come through, yeah. ostrich and um, warthogs, and just mm -hmm. everything. Um, and there was a particular buffalo that Aaron kind of pointed out to me. He's like that one. He's mean, and and you could just the look in his eyes was terrifying. I'm pretty sure it's the same one because my dad was in that area the week before hunting, and you know after wildebeest and other things, and went to a certain area in Rwanda and said, "No, we're not coming out because that there's a mean bull." Right? They just saw him in that so giving back probably in that same area. Yeah. So it's probably that same bull. Well, and it was funny because the whole herd came in. And it's always exciting. And then, you know, we're 20 yards from all these buffalo. Right. And so, I mean, she was really excited. But there was there was a bunch of young bulls that were actually a lot taller than this bull. 
But man, when this old bull came in, he just, you know, it's, a, it's like an old black bear. He just waddled in and he just, all the young bulls, even though some were bigger, they had bigger bosses, horns or whatever, they moved out of his way. And mm-hmm. I told her, we were kind of joking. I'm like, man, he's mean. You know, yeah. we were kind of joking about it. So, and, and she's right. We, the Gems book came in, we shot it and I called Tino and I said, hey, I just shot a Gems book can you come in? He goes, yeah, Jeffy's and I are in the area. And I said, he, he, I think he said, but I don't have a rifle. And I said, oh, you don't need one. I said, I, this was a good shot. We watched it back. Mm-hmm. So we came in and we started tracking this thing. And I don't know, the Gims Buck made it 80 yards, maybe, maybe 80. Maybe. And, uh, and so we're taking pictures and then, uh, you know, I don't know, people are walking around. Goofing off. <clears throat> well, there oh, was yeah. just, there ended up being seven of us there because Hillary, another one of the trackers, him and two buddies, they were in the area, so they came in just to see the games book. So we had, I think, a total of seven people there yeah. at one point. Oh, wow. Just having fun, taking yeah. pictures. And... Well, that 45-minute picture shoot, you know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we have, you have plenty of time. Plenty of time. And so Jeffius had said, look, I'm going to go back and get the vehicle. He left the vehicle at the blind. And so I think she was talking to Tino, mm-hmm. and I was kind of messing around. And then, yeah, tell him <laughs> what happened next. Yeah. So, I mean, I just know my version, which – fortunately is less exciting than Aaron's. (laughs) I prefer mine. Um, So yeah, Aaron was actually taking some video and Tino and I were standing just kind of talking and out of the blue, you hear this scream, like this man scream that almost sounded like a woman. It was terrifying. And then I remember Tino saying, run, and he grabbed my hand and just drug me and I heard hoofs. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I didn't know what was going on. I was running as fast as I could. And, you know, I'm in hunting boots and stuff. And I fell down. <laughs> Tino's dragging me. I'm trying, like, to run to to get back up. And my legs kept going out because he was just, he was too fast. So he drugged me and kind of went around this termite mound. And this root was there. And I could still hear the hooves. I heard everybody screaming. It was chaos. I didn't see anything but thorn bushes. And I was laying there kind of hyperventilating and Tino said, don't move. And I'm like, I won't. (laughs) I was like, I'm going to stay here. And and I could hear the hooves run off. And I'm like, oh, thank God it's gone. But I'm still laying there. I'm shaking. And Tino starts calling for people and they're answering. And he kept saying, Ozzy, stay there. Don't move. And he's calling for Aaron. And Aaron's not answering him. And I remembered when we left Aaron didn't run, and I remember thinking, why isn't he running? <laughs> and so I was, like, shaking, and I'm like, oh, he doesn't want me to see. Like, he, has, he kept saying, right. stay there. And so the worst things were going through my mind, and he kept saying, calling for Aaron, and there was nothing. And then finally I heard his voice, and I'm like, oh. <laughs> I just then kind of relaxed, and then I it, – it was too much adrenaline, you know. and But it was also relief because – it felt like everyone was kind of safe at that point. Yeah, it was it was crazy when I was because I was away from everybody, and actually where I was in comparison to where when the buffalo charged Jeffius, I was the farthest one away, and so I hear Tino yell "run," but well, a little backstory: she's asking me about Africa and how safe it is, and I'm kind of laughing. I'm like, "Of course it's safe, of course." My so, family was concerned. Yeah. And I told Tino this and part of me was thinking he's messing with her. So I just stood there and then I could hear the buffalo and then I could hear Jeffy scream. So I knew it was serious. But in my mind, 
I'm thinking that bull was not alone. That the buffalo was in a herd, so right. I'm scanning out to my left to make sure there's. I didn't know if there was a whole herd coming at us. And I saw the buffalo, and then I finally did turn. I saw that he was dragging her, and I was like, "Oh shit, this isn't. Yeah, this is real life. This yeah. is not. We're not screwing around." So I take off running. I go about 30, 40 yards, and there's a average sized tree. And I thought, "Let me just get behind it and assess what's going on." And as I turned around, the other three trackers that were between me and the buffalo are now completely up trees. Oh. And so it's just this big Thanks. white American <laughs> out in this field and this bull sees me and he's coming. And at that point, I'm like, well, I got to run. The dumbest thing you could do. But, you know, another thing I had my I had my still have my bow in my right hand and my camera in my left. I didn't drop them. Part of me was like, well, I don't want to get damaged. Right. So, you know, it's funny what goes through your mind. But I, I take off running and man, you could hear him coming. And so I kind of looked over my left shoulder and he's less than 15 yards and he's coming and so i'm kind of bracing for impact and i thought well at the last minute i'll kind of juke left you know thinking i can yeah i'll just outmove him well i tripped and i go (laughs) down hard face in the in the thorns cameras in pieces and as i brace i kind of look over and he jumps over my feet oh wow his momentum carried me and so he takes off running i get up and i there's a little i don't know two foot bush and I, i get behind it and I'm just kind of looking and I'm like, it's, it's funny. That actually made me feel safe in a weird right. way. And then I hear all these guys hollering for me, but I'm just like so hyperventilating. I couldn't answer them. I finally do. And they all run over and we're getting pieces of my camera. And we're getting the bow and we look over. And that's when I got really scared because Jeffy is still laying face down oh, wow. in the in the brush. And so I figured he was dead. We run over there and rolled him over and he kind of moaned. And I was like, oh, thank God. You know, but... He had some thorns in him. The bull actually hit him in the back and stepped on him and kept going. Oh, wow. And and to this day, we were talking. We don't know why. He could have killed him. He could have killed me. And that bull didn't. I just think what happened was after the fact that we shot the gam's buck, there's blood at the mm-hmm. blind. He's so old that the younger bulls are keeping him from breeding. So he's, you know, he's sexually frustrated. Right. And he's a Cape Buffalo. And I think he just was pissed that people and were he there. he was pissed. He was yeah. pissed. So, yeah, so that's – so, you know, I've had some crazy moments with Kate Buffalo. <laughs> so is she. That's actually one thing I want to do in the next couple of years is get her on a Kate Buffalo hunt herself. I'm too scared right now. <laughs> <laughs> because, you know, in, in another podcast, we're going to hear about her first safari. But her first animal was taken with a 375. Oh, wow. So she can shoot a buffalo gun. Shoot the big boar guns. Yeah. yeah mm-hmm. So – Anyway, so yeah, if you guys are looking for a Cape Buffalo hunt, we have a lot of Cape Buffalo hunts all over Africa, South Africa, Namibia, Botswana, Mozambique, Tanzania. Get a hold of us. They range in styles from high fence to free range, from inexpensive to very expensive. Yes. So um, it's something everybody has to do at least once in their life. Go experience it. Absolutely. Yep. All right. Thanks, Thanks, guys. Thanks. If any of you want to go on any of these hunts or trips around the world that we talk about on this podcast... True Flight Adventures can help you with every step of the way. Get a hold of us either by calling or emailing, and we can get you on that trip of a lifetime. Thank you for joining us. If you'd like to hear more of our stories and commentary, or something to sleep to, be sure to follow us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, or Apple Podcasts. If you enjoy watching us ramble on, then subscribe on YouTube or Carbon TV. Until next time on Giving Back TV Podcast.